I am going to go grab this cheeseburger. Sure, a kale smoothie would probably be better for my heart, but for today, yeah. I'm going, you know, I'm going to indulge, right? Hi, welcome back to another Family Care Learning Podcast. My name is Will Savoy. I'm the Specialized Youth Permanency here at Christian Family Care. And I am James Schlemmer. I am the program manager of the Youth in Transitions Department. Awesome. Well, James, thanks for joining us today because we're going to talk about self-care. Um, and to kick it off or to kind of give us a framework, uh, I was reminded of uh, Luke 10, uh, 27 in particular, but but just that section on um, where Jesus is asked what what do we need to do to be saved? It says in Luke uh, ten twenty five on the occasion, an expert of the law stood up before uh, stood up to test Jesus, which doesn't ever seem like a good idea. But he said, "Teacher, what must I do to inherit eternal life?" What is written in the law? He replied, uh, "How how do you read it?" And Jesus answered, "He said, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind.'" And then love your neighbor as yourself. But I think this morning or today, whenever I guess you're listening to this, uh, we're going to be breaking down those four aspects of heart, soul, and strength and mind in, in kind of capturing a holistic self-care, regiment, regime, yeah. process, discipline, whatever, whatever word, whatever word helps. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because I think we hear that term self-care and a lot of times we're thinking about kind of how do we engage in, um, how do we engage in taking time for ourselves? There are some kind of common, uh, tips and tricks. Um, but I think really what we're looking at here is like Jesus said this was important. And so how do we take kind of this time that we're coming out of, you know, stressful time for everyone, whether you're in ministry, whether you're in social services, really everyone has felt that pressure. And so really when we talk about self-care, like what is, what are we called to do and what does Jesus say are those core elements? Yeah. And so obviously we're not talking about like, um, uh, there are times where you're going to need kind of additional support, right? And so we're not saying, hey, uh, everybody just take a walk, um, read your Bible and, you know, you'll be fine. There there are real elements of this where, uh, again, kind of everyone's stress levels have been kind of increasing over the past two years. We're all at that point where, um, where we need support of some kind. And so um, for those individuals who um, feel like they need more support. I think the first thing we say is like, go, don't, don't do it alone, right? Like right. don't go this, uh, alone, reach out, um, counseling services, you know, like I, I participated in counseling yeah. in the past, yeah. but probably will again. Mm -hmm. And I think the key is like, don't wait until the house is on fire yeah. to, to figure out like, uh, yeah. I think we may need to go talk to someone, right? Like, yeah. If there is, and I think a lot of us are feeling this, like if there is something that we need to address, mm -hmm. don't wait. You know, right. the CFC uh, has, Christian Family Care has some great counseling services. You can reach out um, through the website, ArizonaFamilyCounseling.com uh, and meet with yeah. one of our counselors. Or if it's not that, a lot of uh, programs have uh, a lot of agencies have like the EAP mm -hmm. access to, yeah. uh, that's a yeah. free resource through your work. Um, but yeah, 
go talk to someone, yeah, yeah. engage in those services now. Yeah. So this is more of kind of, uh, what are the practical steps? What are the things that we can do on a daily basis mm -hmm. kind of to take care of ourselves and like you said, kind of that holistic picture of, yeah. of ourselves. Yeah. So, yeah, I think some of the, some of what I run into in my journey in self-care is that it, it, it's okay. Well, yeah, like you said, go for a walk, like yeah. become a jogger or whatever, or as coming from a Christian perspective, obviously like, well, spend more time in, in prayer, the word. And yet we see that in Jesus's four things that kind of encapsulate the whole, whole of a person, the, the thing that we're supposed to love God with every ounce of our being, um, you know, some of these things can get neglected. So I'm excited to kind of jump in, jump in with you for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I think sometimes it can feel almost like when you're feeling stress or you're mm -hmm. feeling kind of that overwhelming sensation, a lot of times those things feel almost like a task list, like a to-do right, list right. could almost increase. So yeah. really like how are we engaged? How are we looking at this differently, even prior to, but also kind of in the midst yeah. of that, yeah. that stress. So, yeah, I think kind of tackling the first, the first point that he hits on the heart, right? Like, mm -hmm. so, so just looking at the heart, what makes us tick kind of, what is it about us that makes us kind of passionate? And I think that's the key, you know, as, individuals who have worked in social services and youth ministry, kind of those high can be high stress situations. Mm -hmm. I think one of the keys is just focusing on that passion. You mm -hmm. know, what is it that called you to this work mm -hmm. in the first place? I think is a, a critical component because I, you know, even just the two of us, we're in different places in our lives than where we started in this yeah. work, right? Yeah. Like I, I know working directly with youth was really kind of how I started and, and mm -hmm. what I was passionate about. Um, and, and now in my current role, I, you know, I don't get that regular interaction yeah. with the client. So really like, how do I draw back to that passion? The, the thing that God has uniquely mm -hmm. kind of tasked me with. Um, and so, uh, you know, Practically speaking, one of the things that I do, you know, those stories that we collect along the way and, and our program here has a lot of stories mm -hmm. and not all of them are great, but when those good ones do come yeah. really like, how do we collect those? So I've got a file on my kind of email mm -hmm. just where I've kind of tucked those away and I've got a special file that there are times where I've got to go back to that kind of consistently, yeah. you know, when I'm, when I'm stuck in the day-to-day tasks yeah. or the things that are not my passion, I'm starting to feel that stress, you know, going back to that file, reading through like, what is the work that we're doing? Yeah. What's the importance of it? And, yeah. you know, it doesn't always have to be work either, yeah. right? Like it, yeah. there are things where in our hobbies, you know, like what is it that God has given you that talent for how can we kind of engage with those, uh, talents, um, kind of in the, in the day to day it, throughout yeah. our week to say, this is something that not only that I'm good at, but that God has gifted me yeah. in this area and really kind of draw on that yeah. passion to, to protect our hearts. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's such a good point. Like I thought, you know, kind of that, that question of like, what makes you weird? 
I think is also a good way to think about it because yeah, like when I, when I think about like hobbies or things like that, like I know people who were like, nah, this is just for me. Like I, no one needs to see this. No one needs to look at the final product. Like this is just my kind of meditative time with the Lord or just kind of that create, maybe it's a creative outlet. Maybe it's a, a sport or activity, right? Like if you talk to, Anyone that's not on the PGA, they'll all say they're terrible golfers, right? So, I mean, you know, there's there's right. components of of like, yeah, it, it's something that, that you enjoy that you like to get get out and do, or um, that just kind of brings you brings you life in that. I think is is really kind of what what that heart component is for for us for yeah. sure. And then I think too, kind of on the flip side of that, right. We're talking about like, what are the, you know, what, what's the canary in the coal mine for you, right? Like, how do you know that your heart is maybe not where it needs to be? And I, you know, like, who are those people that start checking in with you Mm -hmm. more often at Mm -hmm. work where it's like, Hey, how you doing? You you good? It's it's like, okay, well, what am I putting out there? Like, where do I (laughs) need to uh, step back and really like evaluate? I think those things are important because again, we don't want to wait till the house is on fire to start saying, Hmm, is there an issue with my, with my heart? Because I've been yelling at people a lot, you know, like that, that might be waiting too long. You know, how how do you take that inventory? Um, And so then again, like, that prayer component is mm-hmm. just, you know, it can seem obvious, mm-hmm. um, but, but really like, how are you doing that kind of regularly? What are your regular practices mm-hmm. to make sure that you're kind of testing your heart? Yeah. You know, those things yeah. that you pray for, pray about are often kind of the revealing yeah. what, what's in your heart. Yeah. And so getting that before the Lord consistently and kind of ongoing, yeah. uh, I think, critical yeah yeah finding those those triggers those mirrors those thermometers whatever work canary and coal mines of yeah yeah, when your kid runs up and is like daddy put your phone down or my wife goes hey who are you texting right now at 8 30 at night and i mean hopefully at that point it's nonsense and it's just a group chat where i'm sending a meme or something to to some friends but there are those times where you're like ah okay like something is going on yeah and it's more of a minor nuisance to the people around me right. versus like, uh, hi, dad, you haven't seen me in 12 years and now we have real problems, yeah. right? So, yeah, finding those and being receptive to those too, I think, are are really, um, are really good. But, yeah, so the second component, that soul component, um, this echoes that – like in Genesis where God breathes life into Adam. And so I think, uh, you know, as Christians, this one, this one probably resonates or like we, you know, we, we hear these things regularly. Hopefully we've have some level of active devotional life that takes place on daily where you're in the word, you're in prayer, you know, you're, you're in community, you know, those kinds of things. Um, and so we'll maybe not spend as much time on this one just cause there's much smarter people probably to talk about some of these things, but I think in, in regards to, (laughs) I think the, in regards to prayer, one of the things that, that has been really helpful for me or is, um, I listened to a a local pastor and we came up in kind of this idea in seminary and things like that is praying as a person. 
So if we look at like the Psalms as a good example, like you've got the range of emotions of like, I'm going to dance before the Lord naked. I'm so excited. Right. And then on the other hand, it's like, I am crushed and broken and everything that has gone, that could go wrong, did go wrong. And I am broken and everything in between. There's frustration. There's happiness. There's supplication. There's asking for things. There's thankfulness, you know, there's thanksgiving. And so I think like being able to bring that component to the Lord and it's not that like, we're going to feel something so big that God's going to be like, Oh, that's, that's too much. Like I, I can, I can only handle the good feelings, you know? And, and it's just not like, so, so giving yourself the permission to come to God and, and be angry, to be frustrated, to be questioning, right? Like, I think that really, as I've explored some of these things myself, that has been very freeing and very life-giving of like, I'm going to be mad at you and we're okay. Yeah. Like, like it's not that you're going to walk out on me. I'm too deep in this Jesus thing to walk, walk away. So how do, how are we going to move forward together? Right. Like that, that kind of component. Um, and I, I think I feel that too, when, you know, like if my wife asked me to pray or it's time, you know, like those, and it's, it's almost like, I feel like I've got to change like <laughs> yes, my whole yeah. temperament, yeah, you know, yeah. it's like, uh, all right. It's like, it, that, that can be exactly, that example yeah, of yeah. like, okay, maybe if I feel like I've uh, got to be something different or like, uh, all right, let me prepare myself to go uh, before the Lord. No, I mean, God is God is there. He yeah. sees it. And so he <laughs> yeah. appreciates yeah. the honesty yeah. with which like, Hey, maybe right where you are is the, is the place to be yeah. praying from. So yeah. I like that. Especially in those, you know, when we talk about like in times of stress and things like that, like, yeah, again, it's not that we're like, we're surprising God with the things we're feeling right. or, you know, and, and again, the, the other side is that like, and, and it's not that you approach time of prayer, or time in the word with irreverence where you're just like, ah, yucking it up, yeah. you know, but, but I think, I mean, I definitely think there, there is time for that. There is time of, of laughter and prayer. There, there are things that are funny in the Bible. There are, you know, so like being able to bring those things that, that bring you joy, that cause you to giggle before God, I think is, is, is really important. So, and again, I think when we talk about that soul care, I was talking to a, well, one of our mutual, mutual friends recently, but he, he described, he kept going, like he just kept relaxing his body as we were talking about this. Like we couldn't quite quantify the words, but he kept kind of like limp noodling before God, right? Like it's that sense of like lifting a sleeping child, right? Where you're like, just, yeah, it's like a floppy bag of doorknobs kind of, you know, like it's that I am so relaxed before the Lord. And there's a sense of security, which I know we talk about a lot in the areas of foster care and adoption of being able to give kiddos that, that felt sense of safety of, yeah, you can relax. You can be here. You can bring all of who you are before me and I'm just going to cradle you. I'm just going to hold you and accept you. And I think that's a, I don't get there often, even in my own personal life, but that, those are the targets that, that I'm aiming at for sure. Yeah. So that's good. 
I think some of the other components, again, briefly, obviously spend time in the word, right? Like it's, it's, it's hard. That's, that is the thing God has given us to nourish our life here on earth. And so to, to treat it truly as our daily bread, I think being in community, finding those relationships where, like you said, those people that know you well enough to go like, Hey man, how you doing? Right? Like what's, what's going on? I see these things going on around you or like, I see a change in your demeanor. So being known and knowing others in a, in an intimate kind of deep way, obviously worship, I think, yeah, we should always have those go-to worship playlists or those songs that really resonate to, to kind of drive us back home. And until I think, uh, serving responsibly again, you know, I think especially in areas of foster care adoption, we tend to be potentially more doers, you know? And so trying to, you don't want to burn the candle at both ends because that's not going to help you any, but I think being able to be others focused in different ways sometimes can, you know, shake, shake it out. So maybe you go pack food boxes. Maybe it's, uh, yeah, maybe it's, a am going to go serve the little kids at church, you yeah. know, and, and where the, the commitment is a little less, but it's a different demand on your life. And, and could be similar to like what we we're talking about when we we're talking about the heart, like yeah. what is that thing that breathes life into you yeah. and not the thing that they're like, somebody else at church came to you and said, Hey, <laughs> yeah. I think you'd be great yeah. for that. You yeah. like that type yeah. of service may not yeah. be what kind of breathes yeah. that breath uh, of life yeah. back into you. Yeah. Good. I, I think too, moving on to the strength, I think this, as far as the body, like this one, I think again, similar to soul, this one may be the one that we are familiar with. And mm-hmm. so we won't spend a ton of time going through kind of how much do you move throughout the day? You know, are you eating cor- uh, correctly? Are you drinking water, sleeping? I think we know those things. Mm. And so, um, but again, like sometimes that feels more like a task, uh, like here's my checklist mm-hmm. and, and in stress can feel here are other ways that I am struggling. Right, right, I heard things right. where I, like I'm eating a cheeseburger. Let me feel guilty about that. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So I think yeah. for this and just yeah. again, as people who, who have been in the, serving fields for the long term. Mm-hmm. I think what what I have found is that it's not so much about could I could I stand to lose 20 pounds? Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, and would I feel better? Would I be healthier? Sure. But I think what I think of are like what are the daily practices mm-hmm. that allow me to release this stress mm-hmm. that allow me to, you know, get to avoid getting to the point mm-hmm. where I'm now outside my window of tolerance right, to, right. to coin a, a therapeutic term, yeah. but yeah. not coin it, just use it. But, <laughs> uh, but like I've incorporated just like those daily walks mm-hmm. where it's like, I I've got to get up from my desk to, to move. And it's as much for my mental health as mm-hmm. it is to just like yeah. hear those joints yeah. cracking again like <laughs> just i haven't moved for hours but yeah you know uh, drinking water it's great obviously it, i love a good cup of coffee but like are there times where i'm intentional about getting away from my desk getting mm-hmm. to the water cooler even mm-hmm. just to spend that time 
in a communal space where I can have a conversation not mm-hmm. related to my yeah. job. You know, those yeah. are intentional practices that we that we put yeah. into to place. But I think to it's it's about not making it a huge like if I don't get this done, I've failed. Right. It, it's really about like how do I put these things into practice in the daily so that right. when stress hits Mm -hmm. it's not a new you know it's it's Mm kind of like those reps Mm -hmm. you know like we're putting reps in at practice because when it comes game time we don't want to have to think about like what are the things that we're doing daily so that when stress hits these things aren't the first thing Mm -hmm. to fall away because i think Mm -hmm. that's the concern like you get to a point where if you look at these things as kind of optional or like oh yeah when i've got the time i'll uh i'll i'll go for a walk, you know, mm-hmm. that, that would yeah. be good for me. Yeah. If we're doing it kind of just haphazardly, yeah. then one, when stress hits, that's the first thing to go, yeah. right? Yeah. Like we're like, oh, I don't have time yeah. to do these things. Whereas it's really about when stress hits, these are going to be mm-hmm. the things that protect us. Yeah. These are going to be the practices yeah. that are already in place. Yeah. And so, yeah. yeah. Well, I think you brought up a couple of like two, I think really important things that I've found is like one like show yourself grace in times of stress and understand that like, like, yeah, when, when you're stressed or you feel overwhelmed or this, this thing feels like the impossible task, like what, okay. Yeah. I, I am going to go grab this cheeseburger. Sure. A kale smoothie would probably be better for my heart, but for today I'm going, you know, I'm going to indulge. Right. And then I think too, the, the other thing with this in particular is just consistency, right? Like, I, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, even getting up every day or before you go to bed, like I'm going to try to touch my toes and do five push-ups. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay. Those seem like things that you could accomplish two or three minutes potentially. Yeah. And, and yet you string a bunch, you know, you take that one faithful step every day you end up down the road a lot quicker than you, than you would think. And so you're like, okay, well maybe great. Now I'm going to, I don't know what's next after touching your toes. Cause I've never been able to do that, but yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll let you know. But, but then, yeah. Okay. Five pushups turns to 10. Right. And, and okay. Maybe you're never going to be that guy that has the, the YouTube channel of I wake up every day, run five miles and do a thousand pushups. That, yeah, that, that, yeah, who's got time for that? Right, <laughs> that's more stress. <laughs> right, in, in my life. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I agree, and I think to prioritize it, like mm-hmm. as people in the helping fields, mm-hmm. as individuals who work or participate, serve in mm-hmm. foster care and adoption. Okay. You know, we tend to be the ones who, as soon as stress hits we prioritize other people and not ourselves because we we look at it almost as like a selfish thing. Like self care is not selfish. It's what we do in order to be able to do what good. And especially you talk about children, right? Right. The kids that are in your life, right? That is the God given parental role or caregiving role is to support them, to prioritize them. But yeah, removing some of those, those guilt components of, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do this after these kids go to bed and sure there might be a few dishes in the sink, but I need this 15, 20 minutes 
to recharge, to reboot and, and go from there. And think about the, the model that Mm -hmm. we're setting for Mm -hmm. kids who potentially need to see what self-care looks like that need that in their lives as well. Yeah. Yeah. That's a great point. It's a great point. Yeah. And, and to the, just the overlap, cause I was thinking about like, I mean, even just we've pulled or suckered in a couple of our friends to do some like races and things with us or, yeah. you know, and it's just kind of those, that community component of like, I don't really want to go for a jog, but I'm doing this thing in a few months. And so maybe I should. Right. But that, you know, again, there's, there's no pressure. It's not a, you know, like, it's like mild accountability, yeah. you know? Yeah. They say a little bit of stress can be good. It motivates, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. So yeah. I, I don't want to jump in the mud right. with people I respect <laughs> if I don't think I'll be able to get out again. Yeah. So yeah. does yeah. that drive yeah. me? To, there's, yeah. There's a little pride. There's a little pride on the line. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, that's, that's good. That's good. All right. This last, uh, this last component is the mind. So this is kind of the intellect understanding. I think, um, uh, this again, I feel like the clinical team, the education team we have here at CFC can really give you, obviously I'm a little biased, but I really do like as a parent and even before I started here, like the principles that we are trying to impart the goals that we have in building attachment, through education and things like that, like they, they're all principles that we, my wife and I have tried to adopt with our, or adapt with our adopted kiddos, um, even before I started here. So I think when it comes to the mind and, and a better understanding and, and gaining insight, I think there's a couple of things that, that I've learned or seen or kind of know, know to be true, right? Is that one I had a mentor say that just one insight brings a catalyst for change. So it was, it, it was nice and shout out to Pastor Barry if he's listening, I, hopefully, hopefully yeah. he is. Um, but he, he was like, don't, don't put the pressure on yourself to like, okay, I have to get through this 300 page book on how the nuances of child development have changed in light of early childhood trauma. Well, I'm stressed. I don't need that. So finding things like podcasts that are 20 minutes long, finding short courses on our family care learning, um, and just talking to people, support groups, like those little, just, it can come from anywhere. Or maybe you read a book, you're like, great. This one chapter is what I'm going to focus on and what, what I'm going to try to apply in solving this caregiving challenge, this parental Mm -hmm. challenge, this, this new opportunity to build trust with a kiddo that, that I want to show is worth their trust in, in some of those things. And so, yeah, I, I, you know, and then there's, I'm sure there's a lot of learners out there. I'm sure there's people that are like, great, 300 page book. Wonderful. Yeah. Let me like, let me get it. But even with like Audible or like public libraries have free ways to listen to audio books while you're doing some of the other things, maybe the five minutes from when you drop the kids off at school to back to your house, that's going to be dedicated to your learning time again, mm-hmm. just gaining one, just one little insight to to get a catalyst for change in in your home life or work life or you know those those kinds of things. So 
Yeah. And we talked about kind of that accountability piece yeah. with the physical. I think this too is like, who are the people you talk to about this stuff? Mm-hmm. Cause I, I think that it can be so empowering when you're like, I have a new insight and here's how, but I, I think too, it can be helpful when you are connecting with people and you're like, Hey, I've got this new insight and I want to share this. Right. Who are the people that you are talking to about growth about? Mm-hmm. Cause I, I think that's such a critical piece of like, how do we make sure that we're growing together? Mm-hmm. And I know that it helps me to feel like I, I've done something with this information. You yeah, know, I'm applying yeah. it to my life. If I'm sharing it with other people, the insight that they provide, it just grows, builds mm-hmm. on itself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 And then it's like that teach, I'm going to teach component. Like there's some educational principle that is like, if you can teach it, then you gain better ownership of it. Sounds and I'm right. sure yeah. It's much more articulated better than that, but it's, uh, yeah, but, but that, that kind of idea of, of sharing and looking to apply what you, what you know, um, and knowing, and again, giving yourself some grace of like, you're not going to apply it perfectly in the application. You're going to learn some nuances or you're going to learn like, Oh, that's a really idealistic way to go. But again, if your bar is here and you end up here, you're here like that you know, that that's going to work. Um, you're going to, you're going to be closer to where you want to be. Well, thanks for joining us. Uh, we're praying for you and whatever role you play in lives of kiddos who are coming out of hard places. If you know someone who would be encouraged by two guys sitting around talking about this kind of stuff, uh, please make sure to share it with them and help us get the word out. Caring is hard and CFC is here for you. Yeah, so check out familycarelearning.com. Again, the Arizona Family Counseling yeah. um, Program. I'm sure there's links or ways to find us. Uh, cfcare.org is our mothership on the internet, so we can we can, you can branch off from there. But yeah, James, this has been fun, and, and yeah. I, I appreciate you, man. So it's probably time for us to go get back to work and do some of the stuff we've been talking about. Sounds good. I'm going for a walk. <laughs> Great. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Family Care Learning Podcast. If you found this content helpful or encouraging, please click that subscribe button and give us a review or share this with other families that might enjoy this type of content. Just a reminder, we have the full video of this podcast on our YouTube channel. And if you're a foster parent that needs continuing education credits, you can check us out at familycarelearning.org, where we have an entire catalog of foster care training courses. Family Care Learning is made possible by the donations from listeners like you. If you wish to support the work we do in strengthening families, feel free to make a tax-deductible donation at familycarelearning.org. Thank you.